great, great morning, everybody. Great, great morning. Caleb, how are we doing? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Another ep- another episode where it's Coop Solo Doe. Coop Solo Doe. Hey, Coop Solo Doe. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, nope, things came up with the business partner, so I'm um, alone again tonight or this morning. <clears throat> this morning. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, just um, hope everyone's having a great start to the week. It's Monday. It's crazy. It's chaos. Um, but it's also the start of a new week, a new month. Whenever you listen to this, a new day, um, just take advantage. Take advantage, and you you got an opportunity to to go out and and live for your family and and uh, be able to go hunt, right? I that's one of my things. Go go hunt, bring the food or the bacon or whatever back home to the family, and and just enjoy life, right? Um, any day above ground is better than a day under, I guess. If you ask me. Um, but yeah, guys, hope everything is going good. My last week's, uh, been crazy. Um, Hana Fresh, you can definitely tell the, uh, people are coming back from the lake. Uh, so it's been crazy. It's been crazy to say the least. Uh, but yeah, um, trying to think family's doing good. Wife's doing good. Um, I'm here. I'm still alive. Kids haven't uh, destroyed me yet. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get into this episode, episode, episode. Unbelievable. Oh uh, yeah, so we're gonna get to this episode, guys. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Hello, everybody. On today's episode with shipbuilding, um, just Cooper today. Uh, we have someone here who's been in the health and wellness in- industry for the past 15 years. Uh, she has three little ones, two with special needs. Um, because of those, her passion is for serving and loving others well through providing others with hope for their health and wellness as well as hope for their future. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I have Joy Wonowski. All right, guys, just uh, dropping in here quick. Uh, I wanted to make sure you guys got the intro uh, for Joy. We had a little bit of technical difficulties uh, for the first minute and a half. Um, so I'm just going to fast forward a little bit um, to towards the beginning of um, of her intro. So, um, again, guys, this was a great episode. A um, lot of juice, a lot of meat on this one. But we just had a little technical difficulties at the beginning, so I'm just going to Fast forward a little bit. Thanks. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, have some technical issues. Um, Joy, can you can you talk about um, you were talking about how your schedule you were really busy and um, it you know you you had a good quote you said busyness didn't equal success. I think that's where we kind of cut out. Oh yeah. No, you're totally fine. Um, yeah, I just actually realized that I was, I was busy and I wasn't really successful. Um, 
And looking back, that's really hard for me to say, but I was running around everyone else's schedules and my schedule just wasn't really my own. It took some huge life-changing circumstances for me to truly see that I needed to change something. I just wasn't quite sure what that was. Um, but I needed to be living my life differently. And like you were saying, two of my three children were diagnosed with different things. So my oldest, Chloe, has cystic fibrosis and my middle child, Logan, has autism. And so between their schedule and therapies, and my husband, he's a lineman. And so he was often traveling for work, working storm. And um, I actually had some of my own underlying health issues. So my health was declining. And it's really hard for me to say that being in the health and wellness industry, and I just needed some time to look at what I was doing and how I was actually living a healthy lifestyle for myself and my family. And so I remember this defining moment of, I can't do this anymore. And I just remember breaking down to my husband and we just knew, both knew that I was made for so much more. And so it was this moment of crying those tears of surrender and just feeling like just, I needed to let everything go. And so I kind of laugh looking back because the next day COVID happened. And then the day after that, the gym shut down. And I just remember thinking, okay, God, I get it. I need to slow down. Um, and then the next day I was actually introduced to Arvon. <laughs> And I laugh because I just dove right in. And sometimes I think even um, when God makes it clear that I need to slow down, I'm just so stubborn and not willing to do that. Um, but it has been truly life-changing to be a part of Arbon. And so my own personal growth, my friendships, um, the lives that I've seen change through this incredible company, both through the hope for people's health and wellness through the products and the hope for people's um, hope for people's future through the business. I've just really learned what it truly means to be successful in all aspects of my life. Um, and so, like I said, I'm an area manager with Arbonne and I just truly love being able to see others' lives change through this business. Wow. That's, uh, that's awesome. And that there's a, um, a lot uh, <laughs> for, for us to unpack, which is great. Which is great. <laughs> um, so let's, on this podcast, we, you know, we have a, a few questions, you know, the, the first one, uh, you know, who you are, what you do, why you do what you do. And then we have some other, like, I don't want to say staple questions, but, you know, questions that we ask, seem to ask every episode. Um, and, and one of those things is, uh, our questions is fear, right. Um, in, in your journey, I mean, just hearing, you know, you had, you had, you know, the breakdown, then COVID hit, the gyms closed, you know, you find out, you know, these things with your kids, um, and then you're, you're going through something, um, like how have you dealt with fear because I feel like like a story like that there's got to be fear in there um, yeah definitely like, yeah so how have you dealt with with that um so I feel like fear can either hold you back or it can either move you forward so 
you can either use your fear to take over your life and just you stand still and you don't do anything about it. Or like I said, it can move you forward and it can truly define um, and impact what you're able to do with your life. And so I feel like all the setbacks or fear, however you want to word it, that have been placed in my life, I've used them as an obstacle to overcome. And just really leaned into my faith in knowing there's always a what if. So there's a what if you can choose to decide, well, what if, for example, my son doesn't fit in in school because of the autism. You can either choose to decide what if that direction or you can choose to decide what if the autism completely transforms his life and he's able to do things that no one else could ever do. So I think, um, yeah, I think it's your mindset about fear. You know, I, I love, I love that the, the what if question. Um, I remember seeing something on YouTube about, uh, David Goggins. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Okay. Um, but he's he's got he's he's a military guy like one of the heart like mindset wise he's one of the top guys I, w- I would say in the space and he was asked the question of you know you're going through that that moment or that thing and and like you're like you're failing at it um like how do you keep going and he basically said uh you know kind of what you said the what if yeah right like w- what if I'm able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, like the what if, and like, and that's, that's the thing. So that, that's pretty cool to, to hear you, um, talk, you know, talk about that. Um, the, the what if, um, I'm, I'm going to ask as well, you know, you're a mom, you're a wife, you got a business. Um, like how, how do you, how do you do it all? Right. I'm, I'm just curious because <laughs> like, like you, you have a family. Um, of three and then and then you know I almost want to like I want to say like there's more added to you because a couple of your kids have you know they have special needs right mm-hmm. so I just I can't even wrap my mind around what that adds to okay you have three kids and there's more to that so how do you like do that all yeah so I think this is going to sound like opposite of what people probably say. <laughs> I think I had to come to this realization that I had to slow down. Um, so like, for example, there was so many appointments at one time and, um, and I was running my other business and there was just so many things pulling me in all different directions. I think in order to be successful at anything in life, you, you have to slow down. And I know that sounds crazy, but you, you have to be able to be present in those moments. And so it's not just about scheduling time for everything, which is what everyone thinks. If I just have this schedule, you know, of, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a time and place for that. But I think when we have this rigid schedule, life's going to throw you curveballs. And that's what it did. Like I had this schedule that worked for me and, you know, God just kept throwing me curveballs of one thing after another. Um, 
And so I think slowing down, being able to be present in the moment. And then what I've had to realize is being able to know your own worth. So for example, I think a lot of times when we think we're successful at certain things, it's because of all that we do and not who we are. And so just being able to know my own worth and being able to know that everything I accomplished that day doesn't define who I am as a person. I think that's what's allowed me to be able to be successful in like every aspect of my life. Yeah, the that's awesome. The uh, the whole being present thing. Um, it's so. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, Joy. But sometimes I feel like it's so overlooked, or it, it's almost like taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Ed Ed Milet, and I and I know he had a a big talk for Arbon last month or a couple months ago or something. Oh yeah, um, I just finished I, reading his book. The The Power of Now. Oh yeah. Uh, how it's was that? Amazing, amazing. Like, I finished it, it in it, like three weeks. Yeah, probably yeah, one of the best books I've ever read. Yeah, I need. So I've I just recently started like tapping into his message. Like I I've been following him on Instagram, Twitter, like and his podcast. Like he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about like a schedule and he, the whole being present thing. He talks about like you can. He he believes you can you can have it all you can do it all, mm-hmm. right? The problem is people are not present when they're supposed to be present. So like, you know, he talks about himself like when he's at work, he's at work. Yeah. When he's at, when he's at the gym, he's at the gym. When he's home, he's home, right? And he even talked about like when he gets home, he like purposely leaves his his phone in the car. Yes. Um. So then when he's home, he doesn't have that distraction. So when he's fully present with his family and his kids and stuff like that. So like, it's pretty awesome to like hear you talk about like the whole being present, um, you know, talking about being present, you know, as a way that helps you to um, get a lot of these things done. Yes. Yeah. I agree with so much that he has said. Um, I actually keep my phone on silent. I've done that for years. And I think sometimes we, we lose focus on what's most important. And I like how he said that if you divide your day into six hours. Oh yeah. Yep. Wait, now I'm going to say it wrong. What was the number? (laughs) That doesn't sound right. (laughs) So he breaks. So basically he breaks his day, his day into three days. Yes. Three days. Yeah. So I think it's like from, I forget. I think like when he wakes up from like, it's like from four to, to 10, mm-hmm. 10 to four and then four to 10 or, or, or something like that. Yeah. Where he breaks his days down. So one day is like three days for him. Yep. That, yeah. Yeah. And that's been huge. So I've been doing that um, this past month. And I think whether you, you know, schedule your time that way, however you end up scheduling your time, making being intentional about that time is what I've had to really learn because I would make time for something and then my mind would wander. And it's honestly training your mind to be present in that time and to be intentional with that time and then letting go with, okay, I only accomplished this much, 
but now this is time for my kid or this is my time to work out or whatever it might be. Um, and then also overlapping. I forget what they, how they, how people have worded it, but um so like when you're working out, also listening to a podcast or doing something to help grow your business at the same time, there's ways to overlap what you're doing. So like cooking dinner, I'll typically listen to a podcast or a training for work at the same time I'm cooking um, and the kids are taking a bath. So there's like no, um, like everyone's taken care of. Yeah. There's no conflict of interest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It takes I, a while to develop yeah. it and I'm not perfect by any means, but I think that's what you have to do. You have to make the best use of the time that you've been given. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So let's talk about, you know, that time, you know, when you, you know, had the, had the breakdown, it was, it was just a lot. Um, you know, COVID happened, um, like, I guess what happened in those few days or few weeks that you would say led you to Arbonne? So, so that whole story is actually, it's, it's quite interesting. (laughs) So technically I was actually introduced to Arbonne 10 years ago. By my um, VP, Brittany Beaver, but we both were so focused on building our own business, if I'm honest. And right up to when I was reintroduced to it, um, for that last six months to a year, I had just been giving up parts of my business. Like I stopped the corporate wellness and that wasn't enough. And then I stopped the fitness classes and then that wasn't enough. Um, And I just knew I was hitting this huge, huge burnout. Um, But what had happened was I actually had been following Brittany, my VP on um, Facebook. And I like never follow anyone, but I loved the person she is. And I didn't follow her because of Arbonne. I just followed her because of who she is. And her youngest got diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. So my oldest, Chloe, has CF. um, And to know someone else whose kiddo has cystic fibrosis as well is not very common. So we had actually just reconnected. And I... I honestly just say it's it was a complete God thing because I um, I literally broke down to my husband that evening and was telling him, I just really need to do something different. I just need a break. And he's like, it's fine. Just take some time. You know, you've done this business for 15 years. Just take some time to think it through. Um, and the next day, uh, Brittany had sent me those some samples in the mail and I just started working the business. <laughs> so I don't know if that's really slowing down but you know yeah (laughs) I mean that's that's awesome that's awesome so um you know just talking a little bit about Arbonne um like like how how has has that been right like you you said you're you're an area manager and and Um, like just how has it been for you? So, so it's been really good. Um, and I feel like what makes it different than the business I was doing before, um, well, hold on, I'll just explain. Yeah, I'll explain a little. So 
So Arbon is a health and wellness company and you can work it from anywhere is the thing. You can work it into the nooks and crannies of your life. And so when I was looking for something different, didn't know what that was, I just needed more flexibility. And when I had built my other business, I thought because I was a business owner, I was giving myself that flexibility. I had some people working for me, some different things, um, but it wasn't the same as this. And I, so that was something that really excited me about Arbon. Um, but there's also no cap on what you can make. And so that really was intriguing to me as well. And so I just dove right in and started working the business and I went area manager really fast. Um, but then I realized I was repeating a lot of things that I didn't like that I had done in my previous business. And so I really had to slow down. And what I like about Arbon is there, or at least with my team specifically, I shouldn't say all of Arbon, um, but they're all about personal growth. And so I really took some time to focus on myself, focus on how I was leading others, how I was serving others, loving others through this business and got to look at what leadership and owning a business really looks like to be sustainable. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I love, I mean, there's so many other things, but that's what really got me into this business. Awesome. 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 Let's uh, chat a little bit about um, goals. Uh, I guess my, my first question is, are you a big goal person? Yes. <laughs> what do you, so do you, do you have like a, like a vision board or do you like write your goals down? I, I guess, how do you go about that? I do. I do. Um, there's some different incentives through the company. There's some bigger visions I have for our family. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. And I think sometimes I have to slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there's lots of, there's lots of visions. I think to be successful at anything, you have to have a vision that is big enough and a goal mm -hmm. that is big enough yeah. that when the tough times hit, you're not going to give up on what you're doing. Um, so yeah, do you okay. want me to share with you like what some of those are, or if it's your call, oh, okay. uh, if if you if you feel comfortable, that's <laughs> no, yeah, you're it's your call. you're totally fine. Yeah, so so yeah, we have some some huge visions as a family. Um, so I think, and I get emotional about it, but I think having two kids that have special needs. Um, my third was, so actually all three of my kids were diagnosed with different things. And that's kind of where I hit this like breaking point of just really needing to do something different. Um, Haven has something that she's growing out of, but all three of them just have, have things that need, um, they either need treatments or therapies or diets huge, which is one of the reasons um, I'm such 
I don't want to say huge, I almost said it wrong, but one of the reasons that um, I love what I do with Arbon because we focus on gut health and we focus on the nutrition aspect of just living a healthier lifestyle. Um, but with Logan specifically, I have seen just so many things where it was, it's been super hard to advocate for him. And even though Chloe's illness is more life-threatening, it's just been really hard to advocate for Logan because he technically has what would be called Asperger's. So I always tell everyone it's kind of like Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. Um, <laughs> so he's like okay. super smart, super quirky. Um, so he doesn't really fall in this category where he qualifies for certain services. And it's not even a financial thing. It's just he doesn't qualify as in um, he's just not able to do those services or be a part of them. And so one of our things that, um, is huge on our list is opening up this, um, I don't even know how to word it cause it's just this vision that we have, but opening up this ranch in Montana called Logan's home. And, um, it's already a work in progress. We have some real estate, that investments that are we're pushing towards that and then obviously the the income from Arbon as well um but it's a place where kiddos can be seen and heard and loved for who they are and offers therapeutic writing services and other services for kiddos just going through a hard time so they don't have to qualify for just needing those services. Um, so that's one of our huge dreams that we have that's on our heart. Um, and the funny thing is I've never ridden a horse. So when I was telling my husband, he's like, okay, <laughs> I've never wanted land before. And I'm from Texas. Um, and I've never been, we've never been to Montana. So it's definitely Ooh. a huge vision that was placed on our heart. Um, so yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Um, I don't know. I might I might have missed it. Did you say what part of Montana? Um, so we're going next summer and we haven't okay. been. And for whatever reason, I just like I said, I just had this dream, this vision, and it's Whitefish, Montana. Mm, okay. So I don't know. Okay. That's where we're gonna go visit. I don't know if that's gonna be the exact spot. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And you're located in Colorado? Yeah. We're in Colorado. Yeah. Got it. Okay. What part? Um, Longmont. So Denver area. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, f I forget where, where are you guys in relation to Loveland? We're like 20 minutes North. 20 minutes. Wait, South. So, like South. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got I'm it. Got it. directions. Okay. Got it. No that's, <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so with Arbon and just like business in general, um, you know, for people to have success as quickly as as you have, um, I I don't say it's hard, but like people could look at that and be like, well, she's the the exception, the standard. Or the like the exception to the standard, or exception to the rule. Yeah. Right. Do you have like maybe one or two tips like that helped you 
get to where you're at in Arbonne? I think one of the biggest things was to not compare myself to anyone else. Cause like you said, everyone's story is different. Um, everyone has different like ways that they get where they are in this business. Um, it's definitely an efforts based business. And I think you, you have to have the drive, but you also have to have a big enough why. So everything that I have in my life that seems to make my life full and busy is my reason why. So you can either use what you have in your life to hold you back, kind of like we were talking about the fear, or you can use it to drive you forward. And I think keeping my mindset on everything that I've been given and using that to move me forward is what has made me so successful. Like I don't let the nose get to me. I don't let the people telling me whatever it might be (laughs) um, about, you know, just, yeah, there's just so many different responses when you reach out to people. But I think when someone can truly see your reason behind what you're doing and why you're doing it, that is what sells your services, not what you're selling. Got it. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, You touched on something and I want to ask. Uh, so how did you go about dealing with the naysayers when you first started on your Arbonne journey? Honestly, not very good. <laughs> I mean, I've I've gotten told, okay, so I've gotten told no a lot. Um, When I built my other business, I mean, I went and knocked on doors, you know, um, corporations went in and just handed them, you know, I was a nobody. I mean, no one knew who I was. Um, But I think, I mean, when I first started, I didn't handle it well. Um, I still have days, but I I truly believe you have to train your mindset. So when you wake up in the morning, that initial routine of how you're going to look at the day is what's going to affect how you're going to react to the naysayers. And I think when I first started, honestly, I had a sense of getting really angry and having to pull away before I responded. Um, Or I would just break down. You know, I didn't, you have to have that confidence in who you are and what you're doing. And that takes time. Got it. So how, how, um, I mean, like what's one or two things that's helped you build, um, that confidence? Taking time to truly look at what it was that was holding me back. And for me, it was um, not truly knowing my worth. I know that sounds can sound really weird, but not knowing that I was worthy of more. And I think once you can figure out what it is that holds you back in life, then you can build that confidence. Awesome. 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 
how um what what type of support system um do you have between like you and your husband like i i mean how and how, i don't know if that's the best way to do it but like <laughs> do you like like is it like a yin and yang like like how how do you guys do these things together while keeping you know those goals um you know still at the forefront yeah, definitely. Um, he's honestly, he's been super supportive. I think if anything at all, there's times where I've had to just really bring him into the conversation more or into the conversations more of our entire life because I don't want to say I'm controlling, but looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I kind of <laughs> like if I have a vision, like I'm going for it. And he's always been super supportive um, and been on board with that. But I think a lot of times too, we have to kind of reevaluate if we're on the same page. Um, but yeah, I've just been, I've been very blessed with him just like when I told him I needed time you know, to just, to figure out what I needed to do. He was, he was completely supportive, um, and knew that's what I needed to do. So, so yeah, I mean, cause definitely, you know, anytime you change jobs or change businesses, you know, there's going to be these ups and downs. And if anything at all, he's been the person who's been like, you're doing what you're doing. And there's this, um, like I always like to remind myself it's who you are becoming in the process is what matters. And he actually will remind me when I'm having a hard time, it's who you are becoming. Just look at who are you are becoming. Don't look at, you know, the income or the nose or, you know, a business builder no longer working the business, but look at who you're becoming in the process. And, um, just being able to push forward and look at the bigger picture. Awesome. Awesome. Now, has it, has it like, has it always been like that? Or did, I mean, obviously did you guys have to like, like grow into that or has like, has it always been like that between you guys? No, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's always been like that, but we've had, because it is a different, I don't want to say different dynamic. Um, I mean, there's lots of hard times that I've came with it too, you know, where, like I said, I've came across controlling when I'm really just trying to react out of like a loving, like a loving way of this is really what was on my heart for our family and not realizing, oh my gosh, like, well, what's on my husband's heart? You know what I mean? Like, what does he want to do? Um, and so, so yeah, there's been definitely lots of, lots of, I don't even want to say struggles, but I mean, I guess, yeah, <laughs> lots of struggles, but lots of times where we've really had to like re-communicate and see if we're like, if we're actually on the same page, are we communicating well with one another? And I think making time for each other, even in the midst of everything else being so, like you said, just being pulled so many different directions. 
I think making time to do a date night, um, whether it's every other week or whatever that is, taking time to block off, you know, in the evening with each other, um, just making that time and making it intentional is what has really kept us from, I don't want to say there's not rocky, you know, seasons, but it's really helped. No, and like that, that is so powerful. I mean, it's, it's such a simple thing. Um, but again, it, you know, it's one of those things that just gets overlooked or just like taken for granted. Yeah. Right. And, and, um, you know, opposites attract. Uh, at least that's what I believe. And like, so you, you and your spouse, you guys are just naturally going to see things differently. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not who's right. Who's wrong. It's just how we're made. Mm -hmm. It's just how we're made up. And like, if we're not taking that time and being intentional about, um, like you said, doing those date nights or, or setting time to communicate or like getting realigned on the goals, it's very easy to build a character in your head yeah, of your spouse. Right. And, and, and they're not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well now that you say it out loud i'm like you know what it's probably a good thing because i'm always like are you sure you just want to be a lineman the rest of your life like i'm like (laughs) like i mean and there's nothing wrong with that but i think i mean i always have these huge like heart desires you know and i'm not saying he doesn't but now that you said that i think oh my gosh if we were both just chasing you know, these huge dreams, what would that really look like? You know? Um, yeah. Okay, and got, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you, like you both can't do it. It's just at least like, you know, I do a lot of personality like coaching. I have a, like a personality coach and a business coach. And so like, yeah, we're always, we're always, you know, me and my wife are always like studying each other and ourselves. Right. And like, you know, one person is generally the go-getter, the attack, attack, attack. And the other person is more so of the support, mm-hmm. the more structure, the more systems. Um, so like, you know, for like for uh, like for me and my wife, like I'm the one that's going, pushing, attacking. And then if I need some structure or if I need to slow down or if I like something, you know, sh- she's usually that one that brings that. Yeah. Definitely. So then like we're, we're both then like thinking, you know, like as a unit, uh, but we're, we're both understanding each other's roles and responsibilities. And so like, I love how, you know, you just said that you and your husband find that time to, to talk and realign. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it, it's like one of those things, like, like you said, doing a date night a couple times a month or like finding 30, 40 minutes in the week to just like you two chat, sit down, like, where are we at? Where are we going? How are things? Exactly. Um, it's just so, it's so easy to get lost. Um, so no, that's awesome. That that's, I, I, I like that. I like that. What, um, and I, f- I feel like I might know the answer, but I'm going to ask. Um, <laughs> so what what keeps you, like, motivated? Like, what keeps you, like, getting up every morning and, like, just going and attacking the world? Oh, man. 
Um, I think having goals that are bigger than myself. Mm, yeah. Um, so like, for example, I, so, so when I was talking about my own health, um, I've always been big on working out and I just had, I had some crazy setbacks and for the last 10 years and even previously to that, we've just really been trying to figure out, okay, what's going on. So when my daughter was diagnosed with um, cystic fibrosis, it was this eye opening because we didn't know what cystic fibrosis was. And I had so many health issues before she was born. I had the the roughest pregnancy. Um, and she's my, she's my oldest. She's my first. And we, we are just like, okay, this has to be something that's going on with me health-wise. And so we we didn't really have insurance that would refer out at the time. So I went to National Jewish and they ran some tests and I have what's called a positive sweat test for cystic fibrosis, but I have negative blood work. Um, And so this was 10 years ago. So I didn't really continue going. We just kind of figured out, okay, well, Chloe has CF. What do we do to treat that? Like, is there some things I can do to just help myself? And that worked for so many years. Um, And then some other things just started creeping in. And so Last November, I got really sick, um, almost didn't make it. You, If you saw pictures of me, it's just almost unrecognizable. And we started getting some answers after that. And I have actually what's called CF-related diabetes. And I really want, um, not I really want to train for a competition. That's not it. But I really want something that would help me mentally every single morning, like when I get up and work out, something to train for, to work for. And so um, having CF and I have a form that hasn't been found yet is is the best way to put it. Um, And having CF-related diabetes, I think, so where I'm going with all this is I think my motivation is always to train for something that's bigger than me. And so whether it's my vision, my goals, um, my own health and wellness, my fitness. So right now I'm training for a competition for next August and I've always been able to lift heavy, but I couldn't bulk because, you know, we couldn't figure out what's going on. I'd work out for three days and then I'd feel sick and there was just a lot of health complications is the best way to put it. Um, but finally having an answer and being able to monitor my health in a different way and knowing what I can and can't do and then being able to push from that has been huge. And so to answer your question a little bit better, I think I have to have a drive that seems like is unattainable. And that's what keeps me going. It doesn't mean it's a goal that I can't reach, but I t- I will be MVP with Arvon someday. Um, and when you're in the process and then training for a competition, Logan's home, um, there's so many other things. They seem unattainable. 
but I know that if I have faith that I'll be able to get there. And so I think that's what keeps me driving and keeps me moving forward. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, as we were talking about that, I was thinking of uh, um, Matthew McConaughey um, when he, I can't remember what year it was, but he received, I don't know if it was a Golden Globe or an Oscar or something, but he was, he was talking about like, kind of the like same question, same concept. Like he's always chasing the 10, the 10 year self, like himself, Mm -hmm. like he's always chasing the Matthew McConaughey 10 years down the road. Mm -hmm. Like every, so like when he's, when he's 40, he'll be chasing the 50 year old McConaughey. When he's 50, he'll be chasing the 60. So the point is to always have something to keep chasing. Yeah. Um, and so like, like, and that's basically what I'm hearing you is like, you, like you, you have these goals, you have these, these things that are driving you. Um, and I think they're very attainable, but, but they're big enough that like, oh man, I like, I got to keep, keep on this. I got to keep going. I got to keep, you know, chasing these things. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. There's a, oh gosh, who wrote, I can't think of who wrote it, but the book Slight Edge kind of explains it the same or explains that same concept. It talks about that. You can't just, you can't just stop. Like you're either going up or you're going down in every aspect of your life. So if you decide you're good at where you're at, then you're going to go down. So you're either moving up and forward or you're sinking down. And so there's no, there's no settling if you're going to continue to achieve anything. Yeah, that was, that was definitely a saying in my football days, really getting Better you're getting worse. Mm-hmm. There's no uh there's no staying the same. Yep, exactly. Um, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. What advice would you give your 18-year-old self? My 18-year-old self. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Probably what I'd still tell myself now. Um <laughs> to to not be as stubborn and to not feel like I always know everything. I think that's, I think that's what limits so many people is to think, think we know, we know what's best. We know how to do it the best. We know everything and we don't continue to learn and grow ourselves and learn from others because we just think we're right. Um, And so I think, I think that's one of the biggest things. And I also, so I built my business when I was 20. And um, so just a couple of years older than 18. And I think I had this mentality about life and work and either I do this or I'm not going to have like I have to build this business in order just to survive. And I didn't have any faith about just being still and figuring out what I really want to do with my life. I just felt like I had to be in this like fight or flight survival mode. Like this is what I'm going to do and I can't change my mind. And that's kind of what I did. And to a lot of people, it looked like I was successful. Um, 
but I truly, I truly wasn't. And there was so many things I could have done differently in, in those 15 years. Awesome. Awesome. That's cool. That is, that is, that is very cool. Uh, yeah, that, 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 uh, that 18 year old self question is usually a pretty, <clears throat> we get, we get, you know, every, every response, every answer. So it's, it's always <laughs> cool to hear, to hear, uh, to hear everyone's response. Yeah. Um, I, so, okay. I, I, one question, I'm kind of going a little bit left field here. Um, so I have a, uh, nephew who's also a lineman. Yeah. And from my point of view, like you, you hear all the, all the story, like all the stories, all the, you know, all the bad, all the bad stuff. Right. Um, I guess, how have you, I guess, dealt with your husband being in a, in a field like that is extremely demanding? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And we're talking, I just want to make sure we're on the same page about what kind of lineman, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Correct. Okay. I guess I thought there was only one type well, of Well, because sometimes I'm not kidding. <laughs> so when you were saying it, I was like, I hope we're talking about the same thing because I've had people confuse it with like a football lineman. No, okay. the, the <laughs> lineman that they go up the yes, like the yes. pole, okay, right? No, we're like good, they, we're good. Okay. I just need okay, to make God. sure. Um, no, because I'm not joking. It happens. Yeah. It happens all the time. They're like, "Oh, so okay, your husband okay, plays yeah. football?" And I'm like, "Well, no. Well, you know, maybe back in the day." Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We've had some close calls. We had um, we had something happen when when Chloe was just a few months old, and. You know, I think if I'm honest, before Arbonne, I I didn't handle it very well. I didn't handle anything that was fear related very well. Um, And yeah, he has a very like hard career. Um, It's very time consuming. And I think the hardest thing, like you said, he can just get called out. And a lot of times he's able to discuss it with me and we're able to decide, okay, am I going to go do this? You know, is this a good time for our family? But sometimes that's not the case. I mean, if New Orleans gets hit or there's a huge storm up in New York or, you know, there's a few different areas that get that that get hit um, the same time every year. And so I think it's just being prepared and just mentally prepared in knowing, okay, there's going to be a few weeks, you know, in October, whenever it might be that he's not going to be here. Um, And, you know, we honestly, we have some close family or, well, not our family doesn't live around here, but we have some close friends who, if I really needed something, I could give them a call. But um, yeah, I think it's just wrapping my mind around the fact that I know he's not going to be here and just being able to set up a new schedule, however that might look for us, but also being able to give myself grace because being a single parent at that time and trying to do it all, like I'm not going to be able to do it all, you know, and just reminding myself that it's okay during this time to be able to just do what I can and be okay with it. Awesome. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, this was this was a great episode. <laughs> this was a great episode, Joy. Um, if our uh, audience wants to link up with you or or see some of the cool things that you're you're doing, where can they best reach you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so Instagram. I wasn't prepared. I don't know the exact, but it's extreme fitness joy on Instagram. And that's probably the best way there's, um, there's just a lot of information on there. I post almost daily, whether it's about cystic fibrosis, autism, the gut health through our bond and how that's changed our family's lives. Um, yeah, there's a lot of information on there. Awesome. 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 Well, Joy, thanks again. Um, you know, it, it, it's great hearing your story and, and your journey. And um, I'll be watching on Instagram. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Joy. All right. Thank you. Another great episode. Episode 128. Stacking them just stacking these episodes uh joy wonowski wonowski um it's great it was a great story um great episode um again goals 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 um having goals that are bigger and juicier um and and just like that are gonna push you, especially when the hard times come, having those big goals and those big whys, right? Um, so that, that that was great. That's always that's always a great one to hear. I, you know, I, I feel like I mean I don't want to put a percentage on it, but maybe ninety percent of our guests um, they have some type of goal or they use goals to to help them reach their goals. <laughs> they use goals to help them reach their goals. It's playing on words. Sorry. Um, but no, this was this was a great episode, and then the whole fear—you know, you, you know, fear can either push you or it can either hold you back. Um, so, which are you gonna? Which one are you going to have it do? Um, so I thought that was—I just thought that was that was awesome. Um, and just and just taking action, just taking action. Um, yeah, no, so that. I mean, this, this was a great episode. I mean, she's a great girl. Um, you know, she's got a lot going on. Uh, married, you know, three kids, you know, all going through something. Um, and she just has, still has a positive outlook, right, on life. And, um, you know, you, you, can never, you can never go wrong or be wrong by having a great attitude. Great attitude, great mindset. You just can never go wrong. Uh, so I, I thought that was really cool. That was really awesome. Um yeah, this was this was a great episode, guys. So yeah, make sure you guys follow her on Instagram. Uh, make sure to put those notes um, or her link in the show notes. Uh, make sure again, Mahana Fresh, build your own bowl, gluten free restaurant. Um, yeah, make sure to rate, subscribe, leave a review, and I will see you guys next week. <laughs>